Last video, we were talking about uh, how we come about the sound of our headphones. Basically, mm -hmm. we talked about target response curves and stuff like that. Uh, you know, most of that stuff is boring to most people. But the bottom line is we did talk a bit about the fact that we use feedback from consumers to gauge um, or to, to basically adjust for next models, you know, and among other things like what's going on in the industry, pe how people are absorbing their music, the sources. There's a lot of things we look at that culminate into the final sound of a new model. Anyway, one, there was a customer that left an email, sorry, who left a message on that saying that he's in the, um, what was it, the med medical the medical stuff. industry, yeah. Yeah. And dealing with x-rays. Yeah. Right. Apparently they have a process to effectively, subjectively interpret how an x-ray should look. And that's a curious one to me because something like that, you think, well, you shoot an x-ray or however this works. It's and a picture. This is what yeah. it looks like. And you just have to give it up to the doctor to figure out how to interpret it to be able to determine whether or not there's an issue or something going it, on abnormal. Yeah. And you would think like, you know, crank the contrast. I mean, what would you do not. with cameras, right? I mean, yeah, same cameras are the same way. Yeah. Color science and cameras. Like, I mean, you could, you know, use a chart, take a picture of it, calibrate it, but they still all look different, you know. Yeah, right, which yeah. is kind of funny. But, but you got to wonder if they're doing it in a camera side, too. Well, they are. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of processing camera. Well, anyway, the, they, the, they, they call this something. It's um, uh, visual grading analysis. Hmm. And um, it's a thing, visual grading analysis. Yeah, apparently it makes sense. They compare like whatever their reference image is to an image they adjusted further to try to gain knowledge as to how to adjust the image so that doctors can quickly identify problems with the, you know, with the sick person, right? They want to be able to easily identify a problem in the image. And you know, I didn't really think about that, but that's that's a subjective thing. You've got people looking at a picture trying to extract something wrong out of it. What's wrong with this mm -hmm. patient? Right. It's pretty important. Yeah, you don't really you think know? about that, but yeah. I mean, that's why like your doctor's important because it's up to their opinion on what could be possibly yeah, wrong they, with you. Yeah, they, right? they, they can look at an image, and if the image doesn't quite hit them the right way, they might miss it, right? Or worse yet, if it shows them something that they think is wrong and it's not wrong. Well, there's commonly noise as well. Yeah. You ever right. look at dental x-rays? That's one that, you, you know, because a lot of times they're on the screen or whatever when when they do the thing, if you're a dentist, and it's pretty common that you look at these and like, I can't, I can't gather any information out of this. No. And then, of course, a dentist comes by like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. That's like, true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. He, he knows right? every speck of what's on there and why well, it's showing. at least you hope he does. And I always thought <laughs> that was a little curious <laughs> because to me, I look at that and go, how can you interpret that in three seconds with absurdly high accuracy? There seems to be some probability that there's going to be some missteps potentially. Well, it turns out the reason this uh, the the guy um, uh, mentioned this is because he said it runs parallel to how we were discussing how we design or ultimately set the sound of our headphones. And he says it was curious that it'd be a similar process that they go through for imaging, for setting up, you know, newer yeah. software or whatever for imaging machinery, uh, medical imaging versus what we're doing. Very similar process what we're doing with audio. Where you know you're 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 getting feedback, so they would give if anyway if anyone could look this up, I guess you know, this visual visual grading analysis. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. You can look it up and find it, find out if there's wikis on it and all that good stuff. But there's a process that they use, and uh, it, it basically bottom line is that it's kind of cool to see 
that they have to deal, just like we do, they have to deal with the subjective, even though you would think it'd be a concrete image. You know, you think that they would have it down, but they actually are looking at, and they said they, they weigh the results by the experience of the doctors that they're queuing in on this. Right. You know, so they'll give them a couple images and say, which one do you see this better out of, you know, this one? And then they'll, they'll, tweak, they'll tweak the system and the software around the feedback from, we're not talking one doctor, I'm sure we're yeah. talking on quite a bit. Well, that makes sense because, of course, this is a situation where the outcome is highly dependent on all the steps that happen ahead of time. If the x-ray is done, it doesn't mean that, oh, you detect everything with perfection. Sometimes there's things that are quite challenging for someone to see from what I've seen. And um, <clears throat> the outcome of the patient is quite dependent on the analysis. So, yeah, you really want to ensure a positive outcome in these medical situations. And we apparently have measures in place to help improve over time. And so it's exactly the same from what I could tell yeah. uh, from the headphone industry or really any industry where you're a bit unsure because the the large size of the group and the inconsistencies you could see sometimes in data, um, you really just kind of sort of got to make changes and see, well, did this do what we thought? Did it improve or did it make it worse? And you kind of sort of draw conclusions from uh, from your measured results. Well, it makes sense because you know you're looking. I mean, you're dealing with one of the human senses. You know, well, yeah. hearing is a sense, visual touch. I mean, all these things are highly subjective, and you know that. And I mean, not only that, you got to consider too. I mean. Every doctor has a different visual acuity too, right? I mean, some have real thick glasses, some don't. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, even that sense, you know, you're not even you're not even sure, like, you know, how good people are actually seeing this. What what monitor are they using? Are they using the same monitor? You know, apparently you, they actually have X-ray imaging monitors that are made for yeah, yeah, like yeah. black and white. That would make gradients sense. or something. They're expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even with CAT scans, I would think that's because you got a color screen. I think it's a lot more. Uh, or even like with uh, nowadays, they use color with um, 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 so sonar. The uh, what do you call it? Sonar. Yeah, sonar. Well, well, it's not color for a lot of reasons, but it's not. Like, it's not seeing color, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a, a flashback from the old uh, submarine uh, movies. But that's exactly what we're talking about. This color that you're talking about is added in post. True. They're processing this data right. to come up with color true. to help improve recognition and detection. And I always thought it was a little strange. You look at the new machines that we have at the Buffalo Airport, they're using, what, CT scanners instead right. of X-ray scanners for the baggage and luggage and things yeah, like that. Yeah, they like jet engines now. You know. Yeah, they're kind of cool <laughs> looking. turbines. And um, they apparently allow you to leave everything in the bag now, your liquids, and you could have electronics stacked on top of each other, which in X-ray apparently yeah. is problematic. And they always make you remove your laptop. So if you have four iPads in the bag, you have to take them out and put them separately, flat, yeah, right. one layer height. Um, and a lot of times when we go to shows, if we have four iPads and two laptops, it's a big problem. We need 12 yeah. bins. Yeah. But at uh, the Buffalo Airport, you could throw it through, and the CT scanner apparently could just deal with it. So it's curious how much uh, change there's been in the industry over the years. But you look at the screen on these scanners, yeah. and the resolution is, is incredible. And they use Very color good. in interesting ways to help presumably highlight and target certain regions and tell you different densities or whatever. Yeah, I'm I mean, no expert. Think about it, too. That, that type of system is set up because there's fairly bright lights there, too, where you're going on. I mean, they want to be able to visually well, see yeah. you, too, what you look like, what you're carrying, how you walk. You know, So there's there's a lot of lighting there, so the screen's got to be able to re, you know reflect up. But bottom line is that the system was designed to, well, yeah. to, to as accurately as possible, give the user a visual when something's right or wrong, you know. And same with the medical side of things where, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to adjust a visual 
to so that a majority of doctors can see exactly what they need to see, um, you know, which is pretty much how audio works where you're trying to set speaker sound or headphone sound to reach the, the largest target audience uh, for that particular product. So, I mean, yeah, like in airports, it's a different problem than life and death. But, yeah, they want to not have false positives and stuff so they don't have people having to open bags, look at stuff. Well, same with right? medical. You know, taking more time. and I mean, that's the thing we ran into a, a bunch of times is like that the copper Sony Walkman. That would always get flat. Yeah, Germany, like, yeah. the German airport like, didn't like that at what's all. What's this brick of copper? You know, it look, probably just looks like a black Yeah, box. and the x-ray machines, I yeah. think they can't see through it. Yeah, yeah. right. And they so don't know, know what's what this in it. is. Yeah, and it's so probably thick. so unusual to see such high density and so thick. Yeah. Right, in, in a bag. In a passenger bag yeah. like yeah. that. So, right. Yeah. But it's curious that it's basically the same thing across all fields. The goal in something like that, x-ray security when you're screening bags, is to have good confidence that you understand what's in that bag without having to spread everything across the table. And how you do that is you use various technologies to see through the objects, but then you still need to represent this to a human. Someone still needs to read this and interpret it, and obviously they have software. Well, they see a shape, but they can't determine what the material is made of, right? which is a problem. Remember one time we went through and we had real thick plexiglass. It was some sort of display. It was thick, and the the machine flagged it as an organic material, Mm -hmm. and they had to check it. It Yeah, they were nervous about that one for some reason. Yeah, it's it's a piece of plastic. plastic. (laughs) Right, real thick, though, and for some reason the machine machine labels it, and... You know, mislabeled it, I guess, because right. I don't know why it's an organic, but it, maybe that's what plastics are. It's, just, I don't know, it's oil yeah. based. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was. <laughs> well, the machine flagged it and it right. didn't like it. But you see, you see where those errors are. So, you know, those are things that need, obviously, at, over time, that type of feedback, right, would come from the guys in the field. Yeah. Saying, you know, we keep pulling out these plastic things yeah. from people's luggage and it ain't what the machine's saying. So ultimately, mm-hmm. they, need, they need to tweak the machine. And it's the same deal with audio and apparently with medical imaging. And I'm sure there's a lot of sciences that when you're interfacing to humans, you know, any of the senses. That's well, true. There's and a yeah, lot of tweaking. When there's someone at the other end, you know. Yeah. I don't know any other way to do it. And you see people online fighting about this over and over and over. Um, but when you're actually trying to make a headphone and you're trying to make it sound good and you're trying to make people subjectively say, this sounds good. And ideally, in addition, people also sub- subjectively claim that this measures good. Yeah. People are going to fight over that, but it's largely subjective well, I mean, interpretation. You know, and that's the thing. We use measurements to determine where we stand with the headphone design or driver design, mm-hmm. and we use the measurements to determine where we stand when we modify the driver design. And, uh, you know, and sure, I mean, we're using measurements, but we're using them in-house. They're not, you know, they're used so that we know what we've changed. We know exactly what we've changed by the measurement, and then we listen to it. And the ultimate goal is to use the two to come up with a product that meets the cost, the consumer's demand, you know, what they're looking for. Just like the medical industry is doing, they, they need, the demand is to be highly accurate. And, you know, so we need feedback. You know, what do you see? Here's two pictures. What do you see, right? And you ask enough people and you'll get enough, you know, now change it again, ask the same question again, change right. it again. You know, over, over time. We do a lot of that, actually. I yeah. really like it. I think it works really well. You do well. it at the shows all the time. Right? All the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's very helpful. Closing that feedback loop to not only test yourself, test your method, test your systems, your hardware, test everything. Yeah, we're looking at fit. We're looking at everything. the way people react to the sound, yeah. what gear they like to use with it. You know, how Sometimes we, can... we bring two headphones that are 
otherwise the same, but have a small tweak somewhere in the way they fit. In ear pad difference? Because right. now we got a few different kinds of ear pads. And you right. got to be careful how you ask people the question. You can't ask, how does this feel or does this one feel better than this one? Because now, in a lot of ways, you could suggest a response from that. Um, you need to make sure that you're paying attention to ideally feedback that they, uh, their body naturally gives you, right? Which can be a little fickle. Mm. <laughs> but uh, these things are, are hypercritical if you actually want to target on something that more people just well that or like you know you, because you you're engineering the headband design the shape you know we we make that we we create that metal component in-house we, yeah. we can do whatever we want with it you know and bottom line though is that you know you're looking at it all the time to see how to gauge how it fits hundreds and hundreds of people every time and we're making we may sometimes we make incremental changes to a model line and you know people so we're looking at it and we're gauging that and we if you see something where I know how to fix that. You're the guy that's engineering it. So you, you can, not only are you visually seeing how it's fitting the, cost, the various customer head shapes, but you know how to implement the change because you've already done it hundreds of times. You know exactly where, what you did to get where you are, right? And you know where you're going. So you it, it makes, well, yeah. but it makes the job a lot easier, you know, versus just right. randomly throwing a, a well, curved piece of plastic. Randomly doing things doesn't work that well. <laughs> yeah, not at well, all. Well, you yeah. can get lucky. Probably not. Yeah. Sometimes you get lucky. Yeah. Um, usually it's not too repeatable then, right? Yeah. So for us, the goal is always to make the best headphone. And we've said this before, but people sometimes interpret that incorrectly. That doesn't mean that today we have the best headphones ever made, bar none. You know, of course, aspirationally, we hope that's There's the always case. room for improvement. Always room for improvement. There's always any headphone on the market. I could tell you a lot of things that are wrong with it, including ours plenty of things wrong you try to minimize the things that are wrong over well, we time. did a video once that says nothing's perfect well, so yeah. if anyone wants yeah. to go back and search for our nothing's perfect but that's it. part of this the subjective <laughs> interpretation yeah. so now the end user the consumer they need to interpret for me what do i care about do the faults on this align with faults of my own or preferences that i have to make it worse or better because there are sometimes that a product has an issue that you don't care about. So, well, maybe to you it's not really an issue. Well, you did uh, you did Can Jam SoCal a few mm -hmm. weeks ago, a month ago, and now you guys were just in Toronto, mm -hmm. TOA. You were doing the Toronto show. Um, I don't know what the hell they call it. Uh, Toronto Audio Fest. There you Something go. like that. Pretty basic. <laughs> yeah, Toronto Audio Fest, right? And uh, so, and you had a table set up there with two systems, but three. But, Three systems. Yeah, cool. Well, I didn't even, I didn't even know there was a, a third full one. table. Yeah, yeah. So the the thing there, right? Um, in both cases, we had multiple ear pad designs there. Mm -hmm. We had um, you know at least two or three on the table that people we had could three try. typically on the headphones. Yeah, yeah, right. So now now in SoCal, which is strictly a headphone show, those guys got it because they were headphone people. And you had a lot of people, right, that were just swapping. They were swapping yeah, they were your pad. They them. got it, right? Yeah. They're going through and going, wow, I want to try this headphone with that amp. You know, and they had, we had different tube amps in there. We had it was in, we were with Woo, so we already had different amps. And uh, but but yeah, I mean, just cover that. I mean, it's what were, you were watching people and observing what of how course. they were, you know. And ultimately, they did choose things. They did choose a direction. I thought it was obvious the there was a large difference in perceptions between the. Toronto show and the SoCal show. In SoCal, there clearly were people that were more experienced with headphones, and they understood the typical things in headphones. Um, when people saw ear pads out on the table, they were more aware, oh, there's different variations in ear pads. Some people asked about it. Some people were, of course, aware from our videos. 
um, that we had ported and things like this. And a lot of people went through them. They wanted to hear for themselves the differences. And in Toronto, this largely wasn't the case. We had plenty of people that came out to us and said, hey, I watch your videos. I love them and stuff like that. But um, a lot of them weren't really as aware or I didn't think vocalize. More, I think they're more stereo two-channel guys. Yeah. It was a two-channel you know, show primarily. Yeah, it's not, I mean, that's the difference you see with those different types of shows. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a different group that come to, to the stereo shows. I get but it. There were a lot of people that did get it, and they're like, oh, this makes a difference. And then they wanted to hear all of them, obviously. So then right. yeah. just thought, yeah, we right. saw you that, but the difference was a lot of these people didn't know this before. They weren't aware right. that an earpad could make right. that big of a difference. Well, it's right. the same with people do the same thing with cables. They've never played with cables. They just buy something or the dealer sets them well, up with yeah, something. That's, that's the know? other thing because there was some, never a few people that were like, all right, I want to try every – but all the cables, each one of these amps, and all the that you're yeah, right. so it's like, oh man, so we're just swapping you stuff get on around. A roll. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man, everything's different. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> so the one guy, he, he finally like, all right, I want this earpad with this headphone, with this color, with this amp, with this DAC. You know, it's like you go through everything to yeah. figure out which is the best. But that's see, that's the cool part, like yeah. that. You know, to have that much in front of a consumer, it's yeah. great. Yeah. You know, he's able to hone in. Yeah on exactly where he wants to be, you know. And not only that, you know, it's kind of cool. The experience is cool because maybe you didn't know where you wanted to be. Yeah. You know, you couldn't with your existing headphones or speakers or whatever. You didn't know. Well, yeah, you don't have all the options. You didn't know you. That, yeah. the, that you could make a change like that. Yeah, if you have it said resolved that, they're like, oh, I didn't you know this would make this big of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So and to some cool. people, it didn't really matter. So that's right. the thing. You always see people online saying this and that and fighting over these things, but... From my experience behind the table, you see some people that say, I tested this, I heard this, didn't matter to right. me, I don't care. And other people, it's night and day. They just yeah. never trained themselves, you know, for some reason. They just, they're not, they're not there. They just so never did that. it's super subjective. Yeah. You really got to try I mean, yourself. I get it, you know. Yeah. We all, there's a, there's a ton of people that just never played with that stuff. And they're like, that, see, what, the, what, the, the, what that requires is education. And we're hoping, obviously, at these shows that people are getting educated right you know and then they'll teach other people and it snowballs over over time you know and it happens through forums and it happens through friends and it happens through whatever and these these meets you know people have the headphone meets and the can jams and yeah so we're you know we're spreading uh you know like a johnny appleseed style we're spreading Mm -hmm. seeds for this but that's what everybody's trying to do and you know it's pretty cool it's cool when people get it when they see it and they hear it you know and uh, it's pretty cool because then that put. I mean, it it, it gets expensive because now you're looking at new stuff. Typically, all right, you're looking right. Yeah, it's, it's that, usually that came a, up a few times in Toronto too. People were like, yeah. some people said, "Oh, I don't even want to hear." It. Someone said that I don't even want to listen. Oh, with to the that. cable. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, the or, HP or, cable, right? Or I don't want to yeah. hear the better amp. Or, yeah. you know. He's like, I'm going to try this cable. I don't want to hear a difference because I don't want to have to buy it. And he's, yeah. he said shit or something like that. Some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone did that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and if we see, we see this at every show. It's the it's the way it is, and you know, and it's true, and it's, you know, it. Whatever. Bottom line is this is this is a hobby. Life and death is here. Well, yeah, that's you a know whole that, <laughs> these guys got to be really, really careful when they change something. You hope because yeah. you could you could change it the wrong way too. You know, uh, with us, we well, make nobody's a, gonna you know, die. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not life or death. You know, and uh, so, but yeah, and, and you know, bottom line is there's still plenty of people even. Even if any designer's off a little bit, there's plenty of people that would appreciate that the totality of that design, sure. because they're mixing it with other all kinds of, of music course, well, equipment. The, yeah, there's the variables. You can't. I, I guess actually that's the point that we tend to not really get across. Um, you could buy something or have something that exists that maybe a lot of people don't like, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a terrible, worthless product that shouldn't exist. 
sometimes there's a group of people that passionately love that product. It's totally. the perfect product for them. It's exactly everything. The chance that was for. designed for those people. Yeah. I mean, so was, they made is it for that, that bad. You is know? that a terrible product? Yeah. It's more complicated. Yeah. Or just a use case. Like it's like right. it's, it, they're using it differently than what most people use it for, or something like that. So there's always positive in products. Um, it's just in this hobby, it tends to get very polarizing, and especially when the price is high, I could see yeah. why people get very passionate about it. But I, I think it's cool to see different stuff and people interested in all different experiences. And well, and Toronto, whatnot. you had half a million dollar stereo system playing right behind you in the room there. That right? we did. Yeah, a little e too e loud. EQ audio had a beautiful room. I saw. <laughs> I saw. The, I wasn't there, but I saw the video of somebody yeah. covered their EQ audio up in Canada. Yeah, beautiful room. Uh, treated, you know, had yeah. nice treatment in there, but yeah, running the huge focals. Yeah, and it, they, they sure <laughs> sounded they were loud. Huge. Yeah. With, with, <laughs> like a thousand watt name mono yeah. blocks. It was cool. It was cool. I I can hear it on the video. I'll get yeah. inside. Yeah. I mean, relative to some other rooms, this guy walked in with a camera. Yeah. Right, you're like, oh, you can already tell. Right, you know. But yeah, it's kind of cool. I, if you know shows, you know what the stuff sounds. You could pick yeah. it out in the video. I mean, even you know, not too great if you're trying to listen to open back headphones. Yeah, right. But, yeah, but yeah. you know. Yeah, but hey. It sounded pretty good. Yeah. But, I mean, relative to that kind of stuff, headphones are cheap. Right. I mean, they're completely, I mean, you can't even, you know, you can't even get to that level of cost with headphones well, relative no. to two channels. there's even more, then there's even more variables when you start. Then you got room problems and all that, you know. So right. Then, headphones, you, know, you minimize a few of them. Yeah, when you, yeah. if you, I mean, I've, I've known people that spend hundreds of grand just to, just to, just to build the room. Yeah. Right. We're starting with a room at $300,000, yeah. right? Then we yeah. got to put the equipment in. Yeah. <laughs> then we need the treatment. We need diffusers. We need this. You know, another hundred grand for that. Then the electrical, of course, you're going to run full balance power in this room. You're probably going to need a three to five kVA transformer, right, to run. So you're talking what another twenty five, thirty grand for a power system for the room. I've seen people spend a fortune on rooms, and you know what? They love it. That's their hobby. Right. They don't give a shit. They got the money. What, what are you going to spend it on? You can only buy so many cars. What if you got yeah. a jet already? You need another one? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's, that's the understood. But there is a market for that. The point is, is there's a marketplace for all price points. That's why the product exists. Right. That's why all these things exist, because somebody's buying it, you know? So anyway, uh, we're rambling on, aren't we? This is a little yeah. rambling. Yeah. 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 Well, to end it, Halloween's coming up, which in case anyone's wondering what all this stuff is on a table, it's Halloween-y here in the There's in, 12 people watching right now. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky Probably. season, yeah. Yeah. And we got Diana TC here in a pumpkin pie collar. It's a, one of the customs on the custom shop. So oh, wait, wants delicious. It. Yeah, pumpkin mm. pie. Yeah, yeah. It's like a burnt orange collar. Mm -hmm. So that was the name of it. So it, it's appropriate for this time of year, you know, pumpkins, pumpkin pie. Anyone. Yeah. Anyway, we definitely rambled a lot on that. Yeah. Mm. So there you go. Medical imaging science, audio science. Mm. Yeah, they work, they Airports. Work. Airports. Yep. And dentists. Same yeah. shit. And dentists. Dentists. <laughs> yeah. We covered that pretty well. If, yeah. if you ask me, the video wasn't that long. So oh, not bad. Covering all that in a short 15-minute video. That's right. Well, it's more like a 28-minute video probably. <laughs> I don't know. We don't have a timer. Should yeah. a timer in See, that's the problem. We don't have a clock. Yeah. That's well, why yeah, we ramble. Yeah, it's yeah. the whole thing. It was probably 34 minutes recording. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll call it a 28-minute video. We'll, we'll tell our man to edit it down a little bit. Yeah. Got some of that. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Thank you. Subscribe. <laughs>